I decided that I don't need to record a standalone intro jingle for each episode, so I'm just going to keep reusing the jingle from the first episode because I think that was my best, and I think it's working. Um, this episode was recorded in my apartment by myself. Um, I enjoyed making it. I enjoyed talking. And yeah, just a little insight on what's going on in my life and where my hobbies are now. And I hope you guys enjoy. Um, make sure to go to my Instagram and leave me some feedback. Or don't, it, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. Hello and welcome. Here we are, episode four of the Chronicles of Quarantine. I really did not expect this to go on this long. I really expected this to be like a one and done thing, like all my other hobbies. Um, where I just started it and then never wanted to do it again, so I stopped. Um, but yeah, here we are. I guess we're a month in technically because I've been doing an episode a week, um, so that's pretty fun. Okay, so I just wanted to begin with going through what I like to think of as the goals of my podcast, um, how I want to continue week after week, and I think this will just give me a good idea of what's to come and also give you guys an idea of what to expect and everything like that. So I realized with my episode with Maria that I talk very quietly and I, I'd never realized it really. I don't know if it's the way I'm talking into the microphone, um, but maybe I'll hold it closer. And if I move my head, it definitely affects the sound. So I'll be more cautious of that. I'm more cognizant that you are listening to me talking um so I need to be talking as if people are listening to me because you are um so that's one thing that I want to improve in the podcast and hopefully it'll improve the quality and hopefully it'll keep you guys coming back for more and the other thing is I want to be more organized and create an outline for my episodes so instead of just the rambling maybe give it some direction something that makes some sense um you guys probably can't tell because I don't think it sounds that dumb but when I'm recording it it definitely is a lot for me to just like rack my brain to kind of think about what I'm going to talk about next um so I think if I outline it more for myself we'll both benefit from it um and the only reason I remember to say that was because I wrote an outline and I put this as a bullet point so yeah that's something that we're going to work on in the next upcoming episodes um and finally the whole concept of having a guest on is really great, um, and I really liked it. It was a great experience, and I can't wait to continue to do more, S but I think the best way to do it would be to have a guest on every other episode um, and then do the alternate episodes, um, just me talking and giving you guys updates on everything that's happening in my life um, because we cannot forget the most important person on this podcast is me, me, myself, and I. That's that's all there is to it. I mean, yeah, my friends are great, but end of the day, I'm the most important. And yeah, it needs to be talked about. So I think that is kind of the direction that I want to take the podcast in. We're making big moves here at the Chronicles of Quarantine. We are now on Apple Podcasts. Um, I actually haven't checked to see if you go on Apple Podcasts because it told me to go through the iTunes store. So I did that when I was at work um, because why not? Um, oh, but actually no. Okay, so if you search it on iTunes store, it actually brings you to the podcasts app. 
And on the podcast app, you can see the Chronicles of Quarantine is there. And that's just, it's just so funny to see my podcast up there with like all these other ones I'm listening to, like your top podcasts are recently played. Like it's, it's pretty ridiculous because what's the point of it all? But I think it's funny and I think it's great. So yeah, we're on Spotify and we're on Apple. We're on Apple Podcasts now, um, which is pretty great and wasn't that hard at all. I don't know why I didn't do it from the beginning, but it's kind of better that I didn't do it from the beginning because I changed my podcast services. I don't actually know how to say it properly or what to call it, but basically I upload my podcast episodes every week after I edit it. I upload it to a um, website and that website is where my podcast lives and that gives me an RSS feed which is like a link that I can upload to Spotify and Apple and anywhere else you can get podcasts. Um, So I switched services from, I used to use Podbean and now I'm using Anchor. This is not an ad. I don't think we'll have ads on this podcast because it won't benefit me at all. But I do have to say that Anchor is actually pretty good for, I mean, I am a podcast beginner. I'm not doing this for any profit. Lord knows I'm not making any money off of it. I'm just really just wasting my time. Um, But for someone like me, it's really good because you don't have to pay, but you can get unlimited uploads to your podcast Um, And some other perks that are good if you're just a beginner and you don't really care about anything on the back end of the podcast. Um, And this is different than Podbean, which I I was previously using, which only would let me record, I think it was five hours of content. And that's just a no-go. I mean, I don't even know if I'll reach five hours, but I think I'm on like hour two or hour three. I think my first two were about 25 minutes. The second one was an hour. So after this one, I'll be over the two-hour mark. And I really don't know when I'm going to stop doing this, if I'll ever stop doing this. Who knows? Maybe I'll pick up some traction and just keep going forever. But anyway, I didn't want to limit myself, and I didn't want to reach that point, and then I had to go back and upload and do everything over again. Um, So I just decided to move over my services now just because, yeah just easier. I don't really know why I started talking about that. Oh, okay. I think it was because it's also available on the Anchor website because that's where they actually live and that's where I upload them to directly. Um, But you guys, why would you go there? You don't have to. But if you're thinking of making a podcast, which you all should because it's truly the easiest thing in the world, you guys can use Anchor and it's pretty good. It was actually recommended by Spotify which I guess if I had just read the Spotify for Podcasters website to begin with, I would have known that they had this service that you can use for free with unlimited space to upload. But you know what? Hindsight's twenty twenty. You live and you learn. And yeah, I found it now. So just moving on. All right. So now to dive back into my hobbies, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about baking because that's really the biggest hobby that I've kept up with. I'm sad to say that I have not picked up the guitar still, and I'm not sure if I ever will again. It's just, I don't know, it's just I'm so not good at it, and I'm never going to be able to like play an actual song, I don't think. I don't know. I'm really beating myself up about it, but it's just not the right hobby for me. I'm really not meant to be a musician. I'll just sing. I'm just 
Yeah, I'm not ready for the guitar, I don't think. Also, painting. That one is something I'm going to just kind of dabble with as I go on this journey called life. It's not something that I'm going to do every day, every week, maybe not even every month. I mean, it's just it's it's just something that's there for me to do and it'll be great and it's not something I'm ever going to become great at or do all the time and I've just I've just come to terms with that so you guys all can do the same um but so baking I really have stuck with it which is probably the worst idea because like none of this stuff is good for you I'm not baking with vegetables no it's just like desserts that no one needs so I made these cheesecake magic bars and I, I don't know what even possessed me, but I think my mom was saying that she was having friends come over and wouldn't it be nice to have a dessert out for them? Okay, yeah, it would be nice, mom. And then I offered to do it for her. And she was saying, oh, well, like, what about magic bars? You know, they're really good. We have all the toppings. We have a bunch of stuff that we could put on it. I think it would be really good. So I said, okay, sure. And as we all know, I baked a cheesecake at the beginning of this pandemic. And I really like cheesecake. As we know, we're not going to talk more about the cheesecake where we are. But basically, after I made that first cheesecake, my mom bought all this cream cheese in hopes that I would make several other cheesecakes, I think. And that just didn't happen. I mean, yeah, it truly did not happen. And we've had all this cream cheese just sitting in our fridge. So my mom said, okay, let's make these magic bars. But why don't you look up a recipe that incorporates cream cheese into it? And I said, all right, kind of weird, but sure, I'll do it. So I look it up and it actually, they there were a bunch of different recipes. So basically I made magic bars. I started with a graham cracker crust and I put a layer of the cheesecake filling and then I put all the toppings that I wanted and then more cheesecake and then more toppings, more cheesecake, more toppings. And so this thing was basically like a cheesecake cream cheese magic bar whatever so it was pretty good except it didn't really taste like cheesecake so I'm kind of wondering why I even bothered wasting the cream cheese when it could have been used for something else like a cheesecake so I don't know I probably wouldn't ever do it again yeah it just wasn't great but it was nice the toppings were good I made one that had coconut and walnuts and then semi-sweet and dark chocolate chips and then I topped it with marshmallows which was pretty good um, and the other one that I made had coconut, walnut, chocolate chips, and then I put dried cranberries in it, and that one was actually really good. I thought that it was going to be bad, but it actually turned out pretty good. So then I made a birthday cake, which I don't think I've ever made a cake. Ma no, actually, I did make a cake when I was in, when I was a freshman in high school, ninth grade. I do not know why, but my friend and I made a rainbow cake and we brought it into our social studies class and I have no idea why but it was a full-blown rainbow cake and that thing was like seven layers tall I'm pretty sure we did every single color of the rainbow maybe six because like what's the difference between blue and indigo or indigo and violet I don't know you know like some of those one of those isn't necessary and I think it's indigo but so I think it was six layers and that thing was huge. And I think we had to, we definitely had to um, trim off the layers to make it a nice flat stack. But that thing was very tall. It was like a foot tall. And then we frosted it. And like cutting that was a hassle. And why did we bring it? 
to social studies? I do not know. But I think that was my last time ever baking a cake. So now fast forward however many years. I'm not going to do the math in my head, but I'm going to say 10 years. And I'm making another cake. So my nana's birthday was last week. And we were going to go and eat outside at her house um, with my aunt and uncle and my other aunt and uncle. Why wouldn't I just say my aunts and uncles? Ugh, whatever. So anyway, we went to my nana's house with my aunts and uncles, sat outside. We all brought food for her to eat, for us to eat. And I decided that I was going to make a cake because we're in a pandemic. Why do we have to go out and buy a cake? Why do we have to do anything? That's my motto. I think in the pandemic, I'm like, if I can do it myself, heck yeah, I'm going to do it myself. I'm not going to outsource here. Like times are tough. What are we doing? So I decided I'm going to make a cake. Also, we had a pretty bad experience with one of the local bakeries um, where I live in Rocky Hill, Connecticut. And I'm not going to get into it, but they were not going to get my money. And that's that on that. So I decided to make a cake. I saw a really pretty cake on, I think it was the Feed Feed on Instagram. Um, you guys can check that out. Just normal spelling, but it's the Feed Feed. And it was a blueberry lemon cake. And it was three layers. So I decided, no, not going to do three layers because who are we? Alex in ninth grade? No. So we decided to do two layers and we made them a little wider in diameter. I think it was supposed to be a six inch diameter, but we used nine inch diameter cake pans instead because we didn't need that thing to topple over. Um, so the cake itself was a uh, just a plain vanilla cake with lemon zest and lemon extract which was so good and then we made a frosting I'm saying we but it was just me actually this time um, my mom did help a little bit but I'll tell you about that after um, so I made a cream cheese frosting that also had lemon zest and extract and lemon flavors in it and that was really good um, we used the cream cheese too because we still have more we still have more so much cream cheese Anyway, put that in the frosting. Um, so this is when my mom helped. She decided to make the blueberry compote, which, okay, this is a callback to episode three, talking about the cheesecake. You guys, I am an idiot. The thing I was talking about, the blueberry with like the gooiness that you get in a jar, I think I was talking about blueberry compote or just compote in general that you can make with any fruit. And I just think I was like too stupid to realize that I knew the word for it. And I knew that my mom was very capable of making it and not getting it out of a jar or a can. Um, so I really don't know where that rant came from. I still don't like it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just recognizing now that I called it the wrong thing. And that my mom does make it from scratch. And I still don't like it. So yeah, that was basically it. So my mom made the blueberry compote. Uh, blueberries, more lemon juice, and some sugar. Okay, that's great. Just side note, this is a Thursday afternoon. I made the cakes and frosting on Wednesday. And then she said, I'll make the compote for you. Don't even worry about it. Okay, cool. She makes it Thursday, right before we have to go to the party. All right, not maybe not a great idea, but that's fine. Because here's a little pro tip. You should let the compote sit overnight or chill or something because it'll kind of like congeal and become one but this was like very runny and very loose 
Um, not great adjectives, but I had to use it because that's all I had. So she made the compote about an hour, hour and a half before we had to go, which wasn't probably ideal, but that's fine. And then this is a fun fact that maybe none of you knew is that my dad used to work in a bakery. His family actually owned a bakery that he worked. Actually, I don't know if he worked there at all. I can't remember. Um, and I don't feel like asking him, but he did work at another bakery for sometime I don't know and every once in a while he'll just pull out his bakery skills and just do something and we're like whoa where did you come from we don't know you and yeah so he just really took ownership of this cake and said you know what let me go ahead and assemble it for you um, because I was still on the clock working it was a Thursday and a girl has to get her hours in so my dad decides to assemble the cake um no real yeah there's no real big highlights from that he just put like a layer of the cake he put some of the cream cheese frosting on it spread that around put some of the blueberries on it put more frosting on the bottom of the second layer and then just like sandwich that bad boy on top and then he just frosted the whole thing and then he was inspired to color some of the frosting which was basically white um, he decided to color it with the blueberry juice to make a pink frosting. And then he, whatever, yeah, made that. And then, then he decided to decorate the whole cake with the blueberry tinted frosting. So I don't know exactly what he was going for in his technique of piping decorations onto the cake, but they didn't look like anything I, I don't really know. I thought maybe flowers, maybe polka dots, but it's really somewhere in between and it's really not either of those things. I can't stress it enough how much it looked like nothing. Um, but I don't know. He went for it and then we put more blueberries on top. It was just, it was a good time and he enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And then we brought it to the party and everyone loved it. It was just, it was a hit. Everyone loved it. Except... For my biggest critic, my biggest critic happened to be my five-year-old cousin. My five-year-old cousin just graduated from kindergarten during the pandemic, um, was super bummed that she couldn't be in school because she loves to learn, loves to be with kids, loves to be with her friends. And because she graduated from kindergarten, her father thought it was a great opportunity to buy her a little cake from a grocery store and bring it over to Nana's house for the birthday party so we could celebrate Nana's birthday and her graduation. Okay, fine. That's great. I don't care. I It's not a competition by all means. I'm not competing with the grocery store. If I was, would I beat them? Yes. But is it a competition? No. Okay. So it's like a little um, cupcake cake. So it's a bunch of little cupcakes put together and then decorated whatever. You guys all know what little cupcakes, chocolate cupcakes with the white frosting taste like. I'm sure you can all picture it. You can all taste it in your mouth right now. Okay, fine. Jacked up on sugar and we get it. They're good. They're fine. They're not great. They're okay. She has the audacity to say, when I ask her if she wants a piece of my cake, she said, no, I have my cupcake. And at this point, I'm like, okay, but 
everyone tried the cake and they said it's good so you should really put your pride to the side I think um and try my cake and she said oh the cake with the blueberries that's for old people (sighs) when I tell you how upset I was that not only was she not going to eat my cake but she wasn't going to eat it because only the old people are eating it and I'm included in the old people oh man my gosh I yeah I needed a moment um but she's really cute so I know she didn't mean it I know she didn't mean to hurt my feelings and it's fine everyone else loved the cake yeah the only person that didn't love it and not because they tried it and didn't love it but because they refused to eat it um was my five-year-old cousin so that's fine I mean you can't please everyone if there's one thing I've learned in this life it's that you can't please everyone I think yeah that sounds about right Okay, the last thing isn't really a baking thing. It's just more of a thing that I made. Um, So I made crepes for my parents. Um, It was a bold, bold move that I made, but it's one that had to be done. Uh, My mom has had a crepe pan for like probably like five or six years. Um, It's like a little, it's, it's thinner than a regular frying pan. And it doesn't have as much of a, like, a side that goes up. It's more of, like, a basically just flat and then has a little edge that goes up so it doesn't spill out onto the heat source. Um, But the middle of the pan itself is a little pitched upward. So, I don't know, I think maybe that's to help when you put the batter on the pan for it to go to the sides evenly. I'm not really sure. But anyway, she has made them in the past, but they always come out really spotty and like thin, but thin with holes so that it breaks. Basically, I decided to take over the crepe production and I thought back to when I was in Paris and they had little like um like wooden dowels. I don't know if that's the right word little wooden sticks basically that you could push the batter and like they would spin it and swerve it around the the hot plate um to spread the crepe batter um so basically I invested in that and then I decided to make crepes and they were actually pretty good um they weren't as thin as they should have been I don't think but I didn't want to make them too thin because then it's like I can't flip them I can't take them off and then we're trying to put something in it and you can't because they're too thin they rip and blah 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 anyway whatever they were fine though they were a good flavor I made a decent amount of them and we ended up filling them with leftover cream cheese frosting um because it was honestly just like whipped cream with like this the slightest hint of cream cheese and lemon um so that was really good and we put some of the blueberry compote in it um which was fine actually and that's coming from someone who does not like compote as we all know um and then I also because I'm not a crazy person I put Nutella in one of them with strawberries which was really good that's what you find in the high quality places guys And here I am making it at home for myself. Um, So that was really good. I think that was the last thing that I made or baked or 
did anything with. Kind of along the same lines are drinks I made. I've talked about my obsession with tequila and margaritas and yeah, I did not slow my roll. I made a mango margarita for my family. It wasn't the best margarita I've ever made. My mom decided to buy all these like instead of fruit juice, she bought fruit nectar, which is all good and well because I'll tell you why. Pear nectar is one of the greatest delicacies of the world. Um, I used to drink it when I was young. My nana nono used to buy it. I don't know where they got it from. And I actually didn't know it was pear nectar until I was talking to my mom about how she was going to go buy this nectar. I thought it was pear juice, but she was the one to tell me that it indeed was not. So she decided to go pick up some pear nectar because it's great and we all love it and she also picked up some peach and mango nectar but what I've come to realize is that it's not really the strong powerful fruit flavor that one is looking for when you are making a uh, margarita it's good to sip on its own but the other ones don't really add the flavor of the mango or the peach that you would want to embody in your margarita I wasn't too impressed. I blended it because I had, I don't know if I already talked about this, but I made a coconut margarita and it was like probably the greatest thing I've ever tasted and I couldn't believe I made it myself. You guys, I was so impressed. It was so good. It was it was just incredible. My parents had like this heavy duty blender and I just put the tequila, the Cointreau, the, some lime juice because it was a really good balance with the coconut and it's a margarita. You gotta have lime juice. And then we put cream of coconut in there and like five cups of ice. And it was blended so well and so nicely. And it was just so refreshing and so good. I was trying to mimic that with this, but the nectar just really doesn't come through like anything else. Like I said, the, the flavor was dull. I don't think it was as sweet as it should have been. It really just didn't, it, it wasn't great. I, I would not do it again. Um, but that's all I've done in terms of drinks I've made. However, I did want to take this moment to talk about drinks I've had. And by that, I mean Truly's, Truly's Lemonade and Mike's Hard Lemonade. Because I've had all three of these in a very short span of time. And I just wanted to talk about it and go through it and let you know where my allegiance lies. Because I think that's very helpful. Again, this is not a sponsored podcast these are not sponsored products i'm not getting any money from this however if they wanted to sponsor me i would be down for it okay truly's are tried and true i do enjoy them um as someone who is a latecomer to the uh spike seltzer scene i really had a hard time finding my niche finding where I fit in what I liked to drink this is the thing I don't like seltzer as it is I'm not a fan it makes me burp way too much it makes just it just feels it makes me feel like bloated I don't know it's just not the best for me I don't enjoy it however spiked seltzers are right up my alley I really like them they usually have great flavors great flavor options They make me burp kind of sometimes, but it's not the same as the carbonation of just seltzer. And they don't make me hungover the next day. I like to mix in a water, but if I'm drinking seltzers, I'm primarily drinking water, which is the best part about it. So I do like seltzers. 
And when I was looking for what kind I liked, I really found that I like Trulies, like a decent amount. And it's consistently good. So when I heard about the Trulies lemonades, I was thinking, okay, that seems like a good idea because I like lemonade and I like Trulies. Let's give it a go. Okay, here's the mistake I made. I asked my dad to buy me Trulies to begin with. He brought them to the house. We're in a pandemic, getting our drink on. And he does not like them. He is so unimpressed with the Truly seltzers. And I'm like, but this is, this is what I worked to get to. This is my final destination. I know this is your first step, but I'm way past you in my journey to find seltzers. So I don't know what you want from me. Okay. Next time he goes to the package store, he picks up Mike's Hard Lemonade with the, it's like the regular lemonade, cherry, black cherry, mango strawberry pack and he says oh let's try this instead and I'm like instead of what and he means the seltzers but then I'm trying to explain to him that these are not seltzers these are completely different these are lemonades and mind you Mike's hard lemonades have been around for like at least 15 years he knows what they are we used to get them all the time in bottle form but here they are in can form And he's like, oh, this is exactly what you wanted to have, but better and different. No, they are not what I wanted literally at all. I wanted spiked seltzers. These are spiked lemonades. We're not one in the same. Okay, that's fine. I tried the Mike's Hard Lemonades and they were sweet. They, yep, they were very sweet. The flavor was good. I did like the flavor options. Um, love me a tropical pack and anything with mango, as we know, we're not going to get into mangoes. Um, but yeah, so I was willing to try them and I did enjoy them, but it was just too sugary and I couldn't deal. And so then I brought up to him, well, you know, I know you didn't like those Trulies, but Trulies has a line of lemonades that I've heard about from a France. So I then coerced him into getting the Trulies lemonades, which he did. One morning at like 11 a.m., he sends me a picture of the Trulies, the Truly lemonades. I'm like, I thought you were going to work and you're at the package store right now. Like, I don't know. I respect it. I actually think he got it from the grocery store and not the package store because that makes more sense to me oh also for all my out-of-staters that don't get it a package store is a liquor store it's the same thing it's just in Connecticut we call it a package store and actually in many places in Massachusetts they call it a package store um but y'all just want to be difficult and I get it and I'm here for it but that's just a little side note so he picked up the Trulies Lemonade And we tried it, and it was actually the same kind of flavors, the same flavor range that Mike's Hard had. It was the black cherry, the regular lemonade, mango, and strawberry. But this one had considerably less calories and sugar added and whatever. But what the people don't tell you is to get that low amount of sugar and calories and stuff, you obviously have to compromise some of your ingredients. And by that, I mean, they did not use real sugar only. They used stevia, the artificial sweetener, 
which Alex does not like. It's just like, um, I don't know how to explain it other than a mouthfeel. You can feel it in your mouth and it just feels wrong. And I don't know if it's just because I'm not used to it or I'm just, it's like, it's not an allergic reaction or anything. It's just like such a gross feeling in your mouth when you're drinking it. And like, I know instantly that it's artificial, but yeah. So all in all, it wasn't like as sickly sweet as the Mike's Hard Lemonade, but it had this other grossness to it, which was the artificial sweetener. Um, so end of the day, I think the moral to take from this is if you like it, great. But speaking for myself, uh, spiked lemonades are not for me. And I'll just stick to the spiked seltzers like I wanted to day one. But obviously I couldn't just because my dad's opinions. But you know what? He can drink his stuff and I'll drink mine and we don't have to drink the same thing unless they're my margaritas. And that's that on that. All right. Other things I wanted to talk about. Um, I guess I could talk about my TV shows that I'm watching or have watched in the past. Um, I had some suggestions on my Instagram feed about shows I should talk about so I can touch briefly on those um, but one I wanted to highlight really really quickly is that I am fully obsessed with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills uh, I've started watching from the first season and I started probably two or three months ago I think it was definitely before the pandemic but maybe like right before the pandemic so let's say March I started and I've, I've just been going full speed ahead and it's been really great I love most of the housewives. I do have some qualms with some of them. I don't really want to get into it now because this platform is not right for it. And they would not hear me talking about it. Um, if I ever criticized them, I would want to do it to their face or to their ears. It's a really good show. I've been watching the show with my parents because I don't care what they want to watch. They can do their own thing, but like... I'll, I want to watch my show and they're like oh what's this we want to watch I'm like okay welcome to the craziness that is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills um, but my mom always makes fun of it because every single time Kyle's on the screen she cries which you know what you know what guys it's okay to cry is it okay to cry on national television for 25 episodes straight for 10 seasons straight maybe not but that's not our call to make Okay, so yeah, Real Housewives is pretty good. I got into Real Housewives because I was obsessed with Vanderpump Rules. And as some of you or all of you should know, Lisa Vanderpump is the creator of Vanderpump Rules. Her restaurant, Sir, is like what it's about and the staff that works there. Um, and she is one of the housewives on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I'm not going to get into Vanderpump Rules because some stuff has been coming out and they've been getting too much media attention. So I'm not going to add to it. Um, but yeah, Real Housewives is pretty good. No, I have not moved on to other franchises within Real Housewives. I can only take so much. It's really a lot. And I'm emotionally invested in all these women and I just cannot move from one to another it's just going to be too much for me maybe just maybe I'm on season six right now I think maybe once I get done with this I'll go back 
and start another one, but I, I just can't do it simultaneously. What else? I've been catching up on some Jersey Shore family vacation. I know some people may have their opinions on Jersey Shore and the people that are on it and the Italian culture, but may I just remind you all that this was like the greatest show ever when we were in middle school, when I was in middle school. I don't know how old you guys are. Um, I was in middle school and the show started and it was great. It was captivating. used to watch it with my parents. Um, the fact that they're quote unquote Italian means nothing. Half of them aren't Italian and the other half that are Italian are not the kind of Italian that we associate with, except for Vinny. Um, he is Sicilian. We do respect it. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Anyway, I'm catching up on Jersey Shore Family Vacation, which is great because we don't have to deal with Sammy. We don't have to deal with Sammy and Ronnie. Um, we don't have to deal with Mike being a dick. And the only thing we have to deal with really is Angelina, which is fine. Oh, and also sometimes like Ronnie's crazy outbursts and things that he does with his crazy baby mama. But you know what? It's good television. They're pretty much grown up, if not completely grown up. And, yeah, it's good entertainment. I like it. And, yeah, I'm not caught up yet, but I'm soon to be caught up. Um, a suggestion was to talk about The Sopranos. I don't think that I can give The Sopranos all the love that it deserves on just this podcast alone. In terms of TV shows, it's one of the greats. Really love Tony Soprano. There's really no way around it. Carmela Soprano, great role. I love Edie Falco. Loved her in Nurse Jackie. Yeah, she's just great. But in terms of Sopranos, um, great show. If you know me, well, even if you do know me, you probably, I don't know, whatever. You might know that um, mob movies and TV shows are, like, my favorite um, really into them and Sopranos fits right in but it's just a great series and the characters are great the kids are annoying who else who else is annoying yeah Meadow Soprano and AJ Soprano the two kids on the Sopranos are like the most annoying people that you'll ever meet but then like Tony's mother annoying Tony's sister that they actually show annoying Tony's acquaintances, like Ralph with the toupee, annoying. Um, yeah, it's just like a show filled with like annoying, strong personalities, and it goes so well together. But yeah, it's a great show, and there's obviously like not annoying characters too that really move the plot along, like Christopher and Adriana, 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 Aid whatever pretty good ensemble I don't really know if I want to go full into episodes or things like that because a lot of you probably haven't seen it don't want to give any spoilers there are some traumatic parts of the show yeah very traumatic parts but you know what it's it's very well done great storyline great characters except for the annoying ones and yeah that's about it all right more shows that people wanted me to talk about are love after lockup which is crazy i want to say it's on tlc but i think it was on hulu when i watched it so i think you guys can watch it there let me just look this up because i don't want to give you guys the wrong information okay 
not TLC. I don't even know where I thought of that. It's on Wee TV. Wee, W-E, TV. Okay. But now it's on Hulu. At least some of it is. And I think I watched some of the first season. And it's just actually completely crazy. It's these people, just as this title says, love after lockup. But it's love during lockup as well. So there's these people that have done whatever they've done. And they're now in prison. And while they're in prison, or maybe even before they're in prison, they found the love of their life. And they keep in contact while they're in there. And then they get out. And they can just live in their love with these people. Um, Yeah, it's basically it. But it's very much filled with drama. And then there's like, oh, you go to the prison. Oh, the person doesn't want to see you. Oh, the person you think they're getting out right now. Nope, they're not. Oh, you don't know him other than in prison. But now he's going to move out and he's going to live with you and your dog. Um, Okay. Oh, and now you're giving him your car and he's just staying out all hours of the night. Oh, okay. I don't know. Not the life for me at this point in time, but I'm not ruling it out. I'm not passing judgment on these people because it's not my life. I have no idea what this is like. Um, So yeah, but very interesting show. I would suggest you all look it up. Yeah, I think on that note, I'm done talking about TV shows. Another thing I've begun doing in the last week and a half is taking pictures of my coffee. It's called Coffee of the Day, but I only do it when I remember to do it, which is not very often. And so, yeah, that's something that sparks joy. Maybe I'll post a collage for you guys. Probably not because it's not that interesting to anyone but me. A life update is that I recently got a new job, so I am leaving my current work, you know, the ones that told me that I couldn't go to Connecticut or else I'd have to take leave. No bad repercussions. I didn't lose my job because of that statement. I want to be very clear about that. But yeah, I got a new job, took the new job, left the old job, and I start next week, which is super exciting. Um, And on that same note, I bought a car which was not unnecessary in terms of the pandemic though not completely necessary uh, because the job is starting remote but when it switches from remote to being in office I will have to drive so if and when that happens I'll have a car to do it and if that never happens then I have a car to drive around and do nothing with so that's fun I wanted to do a celebrity corner of my podcast kind of like an end recap of who I'm loving at the moment fun fact about me is I really like celebrities I like will become like obsessed with one or two celebrities and really get all up in their business in terms of social media and then I'll just like never think about them again or I'll think about them for the rest of my life aka Rihanna but yeah so my current celebrities I just picked two Um, Just to give you guys, you know, a feel. Number one is Diplo. I may be late to the game or there may be no game, but Diplo, I just really love him. He's super cute. He's got a great mustache. He's funny and he's woke. So there's really not much to dislike about him. He's pretty great. You guys should follow him on Instagram if you don't already. It's at Diplo. And yeah, 
he's one of my favorites right now. Even though I don't really like electronic music, I'm not I'm not anti-electronic music. Let's make that clear. It's just not like something I listen to all the time or ever. But yeah, so you can check him out. And the second person is Yolanda Hadid. I love her. I first came about Yolanda. Well, we all know Gigi and Bella, which is fine. But she's on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And no one told me that. So then I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, here's this lady. She's cool. Oh, here are her kids. Oh, they're 16 and 17 years old in the show. But now they're actually like millionaires and like the most famous models in the world. Um, But yeah, she's really cool. She has a farm in Pennsylvania that she lives on. I just love the drama of, well, I don't actually think it's drama and I haven't gotten there yet in the show, but how she was married to Muhammad, divorced him, had, but after having three kids with him, kept a great relationship with him. And now in the show, she's with David Foster, who was like this famous Canadian musician, producer, and she's all lovey-dovey talking about how much she loves David, how great of a husband David is, David this, David that. Okay. And present day, they're divorced and he's married to freaking Catherine McPhee. I don't know. There has to be some drama there. <sighs> I just don't know what it is yet. But yeah, that's my second celebrity that I'm all about right now. Really love her. My third and final celebrity is more of a highlight Um, This is someone that I don't think is as well known as they should be. Maybe they're up and coming. Maybe they've already came up and no one saw them, but I'm going to talk about it. This week's is John Early. He is a comedian. He's so funny. He has a sketch show or an episode of a sketch show really called, so it's called The Characters and each episode is a different comedian and they create all these different characters and different storylines and stupid shit to do and his is just so funny and so brilliant and has so many great characters that I I truly cannot cope I've seen the episode I think probably like six or seven times and I I love it every single time it's just out of this world you should all watch it okay well that is my celebrity corner of the chronicles of quarantine and on that note I feel like wrapping up this episode. I think we covered a lot of bases. I think we caught up on most all of the things that we had talked about before. And yeah, I think I said what I wanted to say. Oh, quick side note. Um, My eyebrows look great. And I think I'm going to tint them again when I go home. It's definitely not been six weeks though. But that's okay. They look really good. I, I also haven't plucked them in a while. I think... I think such an important thing, especially now in the quarantine, in this pandemic, when no one is seeing you or your eyebrows, is just to really just give them a period of growth. Just let those bad boys grow out and start from scratch. Because honestly, like you'll look at your eyebrows. I know I will. I'll be like, oh, there's a spot right there. I just can't get it right. I need a hair there. Whatever. If you don't touch your eyebrows for like three weeks I guarantee you it's gonna be gone just don't fuck it up the next time but if you just give it a little time to grow you're gonna get that growth back and you're gonna be able to reshape them however you please 
And that is that on that. The best advice I can give to you, grow out your eyebrows. Pandemic, grow out your eyebrows. Lastly, just to touch on my mental health a little bit and things I've been doing um, in terms of my mental health and how I've been, I've been pretty good. Haven't really found myself slipping into any sadness, nothing like that, which doesn't mean it'll never happen, but for right now, we're going good. And so I haven't really needed to do much, but I have been keeping up with my coloring book, which always seems to soothe me. And I've been making more playlists. Um, since I think the last time I talked about the playlists was like my first episode of this podcast. And since then, I think I've made two more or three, two more, I think. Um, but the thing with podcasts is that like, I have a main, no, my God, did I say podcasts? Playlists. I meant playlists. The thing with playlists is that like, there are just so many different moods to have. And so I like, I have my main playlist at any given time and then I can have like a couple little ones that I just like dabble in when I'm like oh these are sad and weepy songs or like these are pump up and like go party songs you know things like that so yeah been keeping up with those and I don't think I've been doing anything else Uh, I've been hanging out with my chihuahua Lola and yeah, so I hope you guys have been keeping up with your mental health and your hobbies, whatever they may be. I hope you're staying safe during the pandemic and making good choices like wearing a face mask mm-hmm, and washing your hands for a decent amount of time with soap mm-hmm, and keeping your distance as much as you can and should be. Oh my God. Oh my God. I literally just looked at my windowsill and there's a fucking spider god all right i gotta go kill this spider and on that note happy quarantine and i'll talk to you guys soon okay bye